0: Angular face, defined by a rather square jaw and straight eyebrows. Under those brows were blue eyes, eyes that seemed full of mischief when he confronted her attacker, but were now regarding her with a great deal of concern. His broad nose was a bit crooked, but not so much that it looked out of place, and his lips made it rather difficult for her to remember what it was that had just come out of them only a moment ago. "'Kissable lips,' she thought, "'just as she remembered how they were described in a novel "'she had finished reading only the week before. "'Olivia blinked in an attempt to remember what it was he had asked. "'My lady, are you unhurt?' "'Michael asked then, moving closer, "'so he might determine if she really was about to faint. "'Don't faint. Whatever you do, don't faint.' "'He glanced down to her hands.' "'noticed how one was flat against the carriage-house wall, "'while the other clutched a reticule "'and what looked like a terribly wrinkled hanky. "'One knuckle on her fourth finger was red. "'He reached out and carefully plied her hand away from the wall, "'lifting the finger so he could examine it. "'The knuckle was bleeding from a deep scratch. "'He wondered if she had attempted to defend herself "'or had merely scraped it on the stucco. "'You're bleeding.' He murmured before placing his lips over the finger. Sucking on the wound for a moment, an action that seemed to bring the young lady back to awareness, Michael tasted the iron tang of blood before he pulled away to examine the wound again. He noticed how long and slender her fingers were, how pale and beautiful her hand was, despite there being no gloves in sight. Her fingernails were perfect ovals, trimmed short but not bitten off, "'Imagined a ring at the base of that finger. "'A sapphire would look most becoming, he thought, "'with a diamond or two on either side. "'And then he chided himself. "'Why am I thinking about jewelry? he wondered, "'the thought nearly bringing a grimace to his face. "'Once he determined that the injured knuckle had stopped bleeding, "'he dared a glance at his patient's face. "'She was younger than he first thought, he realised, but quite pretty.' with mahogany hair caught up in a bun at the back of her head. Her smoky green eyes were tilted up at the outer corners, giving her a slightly exotic look, despite her youthful cheeks and pert nose. But those lips, reddened a bit from her attacker's attempt at a kiss, were full and sensual. Kissable lips, he thought, and was about to find out for himself when he remembered he had just rescued her from such an assault. He took a step back. Staring at her rescuer, Olivia forced her mouth closed and dared a glance beyond the man. At least the yard was still abandoned. No one had witnessed Eli's attempt on her virtue, nor this man's unusual ministrations with regard to her finger. She turned her attention to where his lips had just been and arched an eyebrow— Her knuckle, where it had intersected one of Eli's teeth when she attempted the same move this man had accomplished with a good deal more ease, was no longer bleeding. A shiver passed through her as she relived the sensation of his lips against her skin, how his warm hand had held hers with so much care. Was the man a doctor? Whoever he was, he was giving her that expectant look again, as if he expected her to say something. It appears I am now, Olivia answered finally, her eyes lifting to meet his. And to whom shall I address my gratitude? she wondered. Michael let out a breath he had been holding for that moment. Forgive me. He removed his hat and bowed. Michael Cunningham, at your service. He spoke formally. Giving him a smile, Olivia pushed herself away from the carriage-house wall and curtsied. "'So this is Mr. Cunningham.' "'Her father had made mention they would be hosting the men for a few days, "'something having to do with the business venture he was considering. "'Mr. Cunningham was certainly younger than she expected, "'giving her father's typical business associate. "'Olivia,' she replied finally, reaching out with her hand to shake his. "'The man intercepted it with his own gloved hand and raised it back to his lips.' He kissed the back of her knuckles before she quite realised what was happening, and had to still the sound of a gasp when the renewed dart of pleasure shot up her arm. Either he was a gentleman or a bounder.